From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. For the second day in a row, Ohio yesterday set a record for the highest ever number of new COVID-19 cases in a single day since the pandemic began. That number yesterday was 12,864. Yolanda Harris has the details. The director of the Ohio Department of Health called the numbers troubling. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says the majority of those getting COVID right now are unvaccinated and filling up the hospitals. Right now, there are 800 people across the state on ventilators and 1,200 people people in intensive care units. If you're unvaccinated, you're not only at greater risk for getting COVID-19, you're much more likely to develop a severe case of COVID-19, one that leads to hospitalization or death. I'm Yolanda Harris. COVID-19 isn't just hitting the general population, it's also hitting first responders, too, at a time when they're in great demand. Marissa Sines has more. The union president for paramedics and EMT, Palma Lewish, says EMS was already short-staffed. But as COVID-19 continues to spread, it's inevitably impacting paramedics, too. I have had uh, two people just today that came up positive. Every single shift is having people go home sick because of, you know, possible covid issues. We're probably in the area of 20 people, 25 people. Hospitals up against the same battle. I'm Marissa Signs. Authorities in the Fairfield County community of Lifopolis say a family of four is dead following what is believed to be a murder-suicide yesterday morning. More from Brittany Bailey. The Fairfield County Sheriff says it all started with a text from the man they believe was the shooter, Joseph Anderson. They say he texted someone about what he had done, and that person called authorities. When deputies arrived, they found four people shot dead. Joseph Anderson is suspected of shooting 29-year-old Kiara Anderson and two little boys five-year-old Joseph Jr. and two-year-old Jeffrey. Then they say Joseph Anderson turned the gun on himself. I'm Brittany Bailey. Governor Mike DeWine signed nine new bills into law yesterday afternoon, including a controversial anti-abortion bill known as the Born Alive Bill. Tracy Townsend has more. Governor DeWine says it is his duty as governor to sign it. I'm pro-life. I think one of the essential functions of government is to protect the most vulnerable members of society. The unborn uh, certainly come into that, that category. The law imposes criminal penalties on doctors who fail to give medical care if a baby is alive following an abortion attempt. Opponents say the provision in the law could lead to two clinics in southwest Ohio shutting down. I'm Tracy Townsend. DeWine also signed sports betting into law in Ohio yesterday. Dave James reports. It'll likely be a year before it actually gets rolling in Ohio because rules and regulations will have to be worked out. John Pappas is with Idea Growth, an association representing online gaming entities. He testified during the bill's hearings. At max capacity, there'll be dozens of options online and brick and mortar establishments and like a real sit down sports book and hundreds of options with kiosk betting through the lottery. Pappas says most bets will be placed through mobile apps. Dave James, I'll win in news. A panel investigating a failed insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in January has called upon an Ohio congressman to explain his potential role in the riots. More from Yolanda Harris. Fourth District Representative Jim Jordan is on the January 6th House Committee's radar. The panel is requesting an interview. It's investigating Jordan's communication with then-President Donald Trump on January 6th, as well as Trump's efforts to challenge the results of the 2020 election. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
Ohio State University President Christina Johnson sent a message to students and staff as the holiday begins. Krista Frost has the details. She did post an update on Twitter saying that 92% of the OSU community is fully vaccinated. Now, Johnson says of those, about 80% are eligible for a booster shot. Continue to do mask wearing indoors, even if you're vaccinated, washing your hands, physical distancing, and we'll continue to adjust our protocols as we monitor what's going on with this variant. When it comes to this new Omicron variant spreading as fast as it is, she says it's just going to be a waiting game to see how that's going to play out and what exactly that means as far as any changes as we head into this next semester. Krista Frost on OSU's campus. And some people who received the initial one-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine followed by a booster at least two months later are uncertain about their level of protection compared to other vaccines that are available. Lindsay Mills explains. Dr. Joe Gastaldo from Ohio Health says he recommends his patients who got J&J to start to get a booster with the Moderna or Pfizer brands. Regardless, studies have shown you will reduce your risk of severe infection. But if you got two doses of J&J, do you need a third of another type? Dr. Gastaldo says no. For those who have received J&J, if they have received a booster shot, uh, there are no further recommendations at this time for them to receive another vaccine. Lindsay Mills in Columbus. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.